WHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on this LGBT Pride Weekend. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. And please check out my new Verified Lisa Evers Facebook page and like it. And follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Lisa Evers. Now, uh, if you're a parent or a caregiver or a child care worker, you're listening with small children right now, I just want to give you a warning that the topic we're going to be discussing with these issues related to the LGBT community may not be appropriate for small children. And different parents have different approaches to this. If you're on your way to church, if you're part of the faith-based community, this might not be something that you want your children to hear. Or if you have very small children, different parents approach this uh, in their own way, and we just wanted to give you a heads up. We're not going to be talking about sexually explicit details in this show, but we will be talking about sexual orientation and what it means and what it means in the society with everything that's been going on. Now, over the next hour, we're going to get into what the transgender experience is really all about. Is it based on facts or is this just the latest fad? We're also going to talk about LGBT stereotypes and whether someone is predetermined, whether they're born with a specific sexual identity. We're also going to talk about the discrimination and the fear that some still have in the LGBT community about just plain old street violence, being harassed on the street, being discriminated on the job, and having people harass them because of who they are and what they are. We're also going to talk about men on the down low. Why do they feel they have to pretend to be straight? And who do they hurt? We're going to get into that as well. We're taking your calls on all these issues at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. And before we get into our topic, I have a major announcement to make. We will be doing our Push for Peace show and event again this year on Saturday, July 25th at Brooklyn Borough Hall. We're very happy about that, very excited about that. A lot of you have been asking me, when is it? Are we going to do it again this year? And uh, yes, we are. We're going to do it again this year, bigger and better. We're going to be posting updates and info and how you can get involved on my Lisa Evers Verified Facebook page and at Lisa Evers on Twitter and at Lisa Evers on Instagram. So we want to thank a Brooklyn Borough President, um, Eric Adams, for making this possible, our Hot 97 Program Director, P.O. Farrow, and also my Street Soldiers team here and Team Lisa. So come out to Brooklyn Borough Hall Saturday afternoon, July 25th, and be part of our live audience. We'll be doing the Street Soldier show on violence, on the shootings, on what do we do to really push for peace in our communities in front of a live audience. And uh, for more information, you can hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone, and his email is tone at lisaevers.com, or you can hit me up, lisa at lisaevers.com. And we're especially looking for high school students who want to actually be a part of our panel. We're going to have two slots on the panel at the Push for Peace show for high school students to tell us what they're dealing with and what's going on in the community and how they're feeling so that everybody can listen to them. We just don't want to be talking at our audience. We want this to be a real community discussion like it was last year. So if you're interested in getting involved in the Push for Peace, that's Saturday, July 25th, just in like three or four weeks, 
Hit me up, Lisa at LisaEvers.com or Tone at LisaEvers.com and you can get in on it. And please follow me. I'll be posting information as we get it on Twitter and on Instagram and also on Facebook, Lisa Evers Verified. Now on Friday, if you've been following the news, the Supreme Court ruled that the Constitution guarantees the right to same-sex marriage, which is a tremendous victory and one they fought for for years for the gay rights movement. In fact, earlier, uh, just a little while, in just a little while, Governor Cuomo is officiating a marriage at the historic Stonewall Inn, which is the uh, the bar where riots took place many, many years ago that actually is seen as the kickoff for the gay rights movement. Now, in recent weeks, we've seen other issues. We've seen the transformation of former Olympic athlete and Kardashian reality show dad Bruce Jenner into Caitlyn Jenner with tremendous attention and tremendous conversation. In some ways, though, for non-celebrity members of the LGBT community, incidents of discrimination, abuse, and violence continue, and especially for those who are transgender. In the heterosexual community, there's some confusion and the feeling that a gay agenda is being forced on their beliefs, on their children in schools, whether they want it or not. And, of course, in the faith-based community, there's many reservations about the whole idea of same-sex marriage and marriage equality. And then there's the phenomena, which we wanted to get into as we were talking about this show. Men who are gay, who are pretending to be straight, the question is, if now, is there still so much discrimination that you need to hide your sexual identity out of fear and maybe hurt women or hurt people and kids in the process? So we're going to be getting into all these issues with our guests and with you at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. And joining us on our panel is Dr. Elisa English. She's a clinical therapist, AskDrLisa.com, and Senior Director of Programs at Exponents, wonderful organization. Dr. Elisa, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Lisa. We really appreciate it. Also joining us is Brendan McCann. He's originally from Long Island, currently lives in Manhattan, and has a career in show business on Broadway. Brendan, thank you so so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. And also with us is Tracy Mack. He's the Director of Client Engagement and Recruitment at Exponents. Tracy, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. And also with us is Nicole Bowles. She's transgender and LGBT networking and recruitment specialist at Exponents. Nicole, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. We appreciate it. We do. And. Um, First of all, let's go to, let's see if we can get Angela. Is that Angela on the phone right now? Okay, let's bring in Angela. We have Angela. Um, Angela, help me with your last name. Is it Giampolo? Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. Giampolo. (laughs) All right. Angela is the founder of phillygaylawyer.com. She's been an attorney for many years, and she's been providing services to the LGBT community. And Angela, I just wanted to ask you, what does the Supreme Court decision on marriage equality mean to the LGBT community, in your opinion? It's, it's huge. It's momentous. Uh, as you said, we've been fighting for this uh, for at least publicly 50 years, but, but much longer uh, even before that. So to have the Supreme Court come down and say that we have a 14th Amendment embedded in the Constitution, a right uh, to marry and to be with whomever we please, is, I mean, it's absolutely shocking to a lot of us and, and uh, a game changer. 
All right. And then what changes do you think it will make in terms of people's lives? Because I know I had done a story for Fox 5 News a number of months ago about a couple, a gay couple. The two men adopted this little boy who otherwise would have been in foster care for who knows how long, gave him a home. But because the child was adopted in a state that did not recognize marriage equality, both parents could not be on official documents, which, as parents know, has tremendous ramifications going through school, medical, health care, all those kind of things. So what impact do you think this is going to have on the community? Well, one of the biggest, you know, I guess, changes, differences is, and and why we knew that regardless, in some way, shape, or form, the Supreme Court was going to have to rectify this situation. You know, if I took a a driving vacation from Philadelphia to San Francisco, I'm weaving in and out of states where my marriage is considered legal. In one state, I'm considered the parent of my child, but then I pop into a state where I'm not recognized, and now all of a sudden I'm not. And this country wasn't founded on such legal confusion and legal quagmires. You know, a democratic society <coughs> is, is meant for, for stability. And to have gay people weaving in and out of states where their marriage and their family units are recognized or not, that just wasn't a sustainable way to allow society to continue. And and and, and just ca- and just chaotic. Angela, we have a lot of topics to cover and a lot of guests to bring in here and voices to bring to these microphones here on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. If people want more information about their legal rights, tell them where they can find you because you have a lot of good information on your site. Lawyer.lgbt. Can't get gayer than that. Not All right. <laughs> Lawyer.lgbt. All right, great. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That's Angela Giampolo, lawyer.lgbt. And Brendan, when you heard about the Supreme Court decision, what did it mean to you as a gay man? Um, it, it, I mean, it's huge. Obviously, it's groundbreaking. Um, it's. I'm fortunate enough to live in New York City where it's so um, being gay isn't as taboo or kind of discriminated against. I'm, I'm very grateful to be living in a state where it's getting married for the LGBT community, getting married is has been legal and has been accepted. Um, so it was funny because like I <laughs> I was watching TV in the morning and my boss had texted me and he was like, oh my God, what a big day. And I was like, what do you mean? Like what happened? And then I went to Instagram and I was like, oh my God, like this is huge. I didn't, I like didn't really realize at first and I didn't really, I wasn't completely aware about what was going on, but I think it's great. I think it's one big step in the right direction for the country, for acceptance, um, not just of the LGBT community, but I think it kind of sets a precedent for everybody else, for other members of different groups that might be discriminated against. And might be might be looking for that recognition. Yeah, and it might it might start the ball rolling on other on other you know issues. Dr. Elisa English, in in terms of the discrimination, does a, something like this, the Supreme Court ruling, does that change? Will that change the way? Some people who have a problem or issues with the LGBT community, will that change the way they look at that? Yes and no. I think the fact that people can be accountable for their discriminatory acts is important so that we can hold people accountable for prejudice and racism, these sorts of things. Um, But I think behaviorally, in terms of how people treat one another, remains to be seen. 
over time, we should see a broadening of our scope and knowledge and love for everyone and their identity, their orientation, and their sexuality. So that's what we hope for, those day-to-day interactions, that they're positive, that they're strong, that they're loving, that they're culturally affirming. But what I love about the decision is that it holds people accountable for discriminatory acts. Right. And the the Supreme Court decision made same-sex marriage or marriage equality the law of the land, but there's still 13 states that didn't enact Mm -hmm. it, and there'll be probably be some court challenges or whatever, but they did uphold the constitutional rights. Let me me switch uh, gears here to the transgender piece, because there was a tremendous amount of discussion with Caitlyn Jenner. Mm -hmm. The internet, you know, the social media crashed. There was so much discussion. And depending upon where you were on that issue and where you were on that particular uh, sexual orientation that some people thought it was a big publicity stunt other people in the transgender community have said that this is this is very important for recognition is the whole transgender experience is this something that's psychologically real or is this just like a fad it's psychologically real Uh, I think that Caitlyn Jenner uh, the fact that that's a public uh, expression of a well-known person saying this is who I am sort of validates the transgender experience I don't know if it transcends all transgender experiences but it at least allows for those who are going through this transition to feel that they have someone in the public eye that validates it and even every struggle needs someone that will validate it now you have some uh, forms of or different transgender communities that don't necessarily see Caitlyn Jenner's um, coming out as a way that really affirms their particular experience. And I'm sure you're going to get into that. But I think as a whole, everyone's very happy and proud of his willingness to express his self-love so publicly. And we hope that he is not um, in some ways riding on the backs of someone else's experience and that this is truly who he is and who he has, who what he's accepting about himself, which he said has been a part of him for the last 30 plus years and that he'd been, <laughs> been living in hiding Nicole let me bring you into this situation because you were you were born as a male uh-huh. you're now a female uh-huh. explain that for us when did you first start to feel that you were a woman I think when I was about eight years old mm-hmm. eight years old growing up um, well maybe about five or six I knew that I was different but it was about eight years old where I actually started visualizing and imagining me being dressed as a woman looking like a woman and I didn't know how to do it of course but it was just a a thought a vision for the future I didn't think that I would actually do it but as time went on and you learned a lot more I learned a lot more about myself I knew that was something that I wanted to do so maybe in my early teens I started transitioning now when you say transitioning explain for people help mm-hmm. us understand what's the difference between transgender and transvestite somebody who's born male who likes to wear women's clothes what's the difference or okay. is there a difference yeah there's a big difference and lately um, with all the you know politics and laws they kind of like put us all under the same umbrella when actually that's not kind of the case they put us under the same umbrella to identify us all as the same but we're not um, a transgender is someone who lives their life every day 24 7 all day as a woman she has decided to transition into being a woman she takes hormones mm-hmm. um, she goes through the transgender experience which can be a lot of things it's a lot of things surrounding that but she doesn't 
go in and out. So when you say a transvestite or a cross-dresser or someone who just gets up in woman clothing, they are not the same to me as a transgender. All right, I want to talk about the, I want to get a little bit more into the process too because there's a lot more that happens, as you said with that, than, mm-hmm. than maybe what we realize. But let me bring in right now Fiona Dawson. She is the, uh, her website is called transmilitary.org. She's a producer and director of the docuseries Transmilitary and is focusing on issues that affect transgender U.S. military service members. And Fiona, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, what is the current status of transgender people in the military? So currently, transgender people are banned from serving in the U.S. military, um, whereas uh, 18 countries around the world do allow their open service. And the United Kingdom, one of our closest allies, has allowed trans people to serve since 1999, which was, in fact, before lesbian, gay and bisexual people could serve. So today we are working um, very uh, heavily um, to be able to promote the fact that transgender people have, um, there should be no reason why they shouldn't be able to serve alongside um, any other American civilian. And then, citizen, I apologize. And then is this, is this, is this the, the, the don't ask, don't tell? <laughs> like if, if they conceal their sexual orientation, are they allowed no. to serve or can they, can, they be dis, can they be discharged dishonorably for this or... It, yes, it's a very, in fact, it's good to kind of illustrate the difference between Don't Ask, Don't Tell and the current trans ban. Um, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was very specifically about sexual orientation. Um, it had nothing to do with gender identity. It was also um, a, a law that needed to be repealed, and, and it was. Um, so the ban that prohibits transgender people from serving is actually within the Department of Defense policies, uh, many specific medical policies, um, and about uh, its classification, which is outdated more than 30 years, about how, they can, how transgender people are considered through the um, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. So it's outdated policy that needs to be updated um, to be able to allow trans people to serve. Um, and what we actually find is that studies show that more than 15,000 people identify as being transgender and are currently serving. Um, we also find that transgender people are twice as likely to serve than non-transgender mm. people. So trans people are serving, and we need to be able to give them um, the same rights and freedoms that they are so fiercely protecting um, for America. For everybody. Fiona, um, if people want more information about your work, what's the best place for them to find you? The best place to go is transmilitary.org. They can also see a documentary that I just released with the New York Times, and that can be seen if you go to bitly.com, B-I-T-L-Y.com, forward slash Logan and Layla. That's L-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-L-A-I-L-A. And this is a 12-minute documentary about a trans man who's just returned from serving a deployment in Afghanistan and his fiance. And it's, it's quite a powerful piece. All right, Fiona, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you okay, so th- much. Okay, thank you so much. Brendan, you wanted to jump in there? I just... I. Back to like Caitlyn Jenner for a second, just like thinking about it. We can know all these topics are on yeah. the table here. Yeah, yeah. I what was so important, I think in my like I'm a huge fan of the Kardashians, like guilty pleasure. I think they're very entertaining. I think they're hilarious. I for me, when you have the most popular family in America, like that everybody knows who they are, everybody knows everything about them, they're always on the cover of magazines, to have them have a member of their family be transgender, I think is like huge because there's so many young people that look to them as like 
they are the they're the cool they're the they're the they're the it thing they're the they're the cool people and to have them all support Caitlyn Jenner support her give her love and show that I think is going to do amazing things I think that's like a huge a huge it, step it for the certainly put it community. it certainly put it in the spotlight and it, it put, put him it, on the it put her yeah. on the cover cover of Vanity Fair let me throw out our phone number again 1-800-223-9797 hot 97 street soldiers with Lisa Evers at Lisa Evers on Instagram um, Facebook verified Lisa Evers and Twitter at Lisa Evers we're talking about the transgender experience Caitlyn Jenner did this make you look at the transgender experience in a different light or do you think it's too much and also what about men who hide their sexuality their true sexual orientation we're going to get into that as well has this happened to you 1-800-223-9797 or are you one of the men or women who still feel because of discrimination and attitudes that you need to conceal your true sexual orientation from those who are closest to you whether it's family friends community workplace give us a call 1-800-223-9797 hashtag pride 2015 it's the the uh, Pride Weekend, the, the big parade's taking place in just a little bit. I'll be out there covering that for Fox 5 News. And Tracy, I wanna, Tracy Mack, I want to bring you into this discussion, too, because this is something, obviously, of concern. Heterosexual women, we hear stories about this, where they're with a man that they sometimes have children with, that they're married to, or that they're in a live-in, like a serious, what they believe is a monogamous relationship, and then they find out, come to find out through some means... Um, that that man actually prefers men and that he's actually gay. Is that, what do you think about that? Uh, first of all, I think you must have read my uh, bio because um, you're speaking to me. Right? <laughs> That's why we wanted to have yeah, you on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. I'm, I'm easing into right, it, right, but right, okay, right, I'm right. just, you know, I, I respect you for coming into the show yeah. and coming on the microphones, but, no, you know, I, I the gloves you, are off now, baby. Right, that's right, that's right. Um, Explain that for us. What's the, what's the thought process? I think first, you know, we live in a, it's like the tale of two cities, right? And um, certainly for certain populations, certain communities, it's much easier to be who you are, who you identify as. Uh, the community that I came from, um, I'm an African-American male, it wasn't as simple as to say to my uh, uh you know, uh, alpha male father that his gay son is gay or is attracted to men. Uh, it wasn't easy for me to talk to my brother about it. I mean, I was criticized and uh, the stigma was there and then the cats at school and on the basketball court, we didn't have this conversation. So that led to things happening, you know, underground, for lack of a better word. Uh, I think a lot of us went through the process as we thought it should be. So I engaged in relationships with women. Uh, was I forthcoming? No. And this is at what period in your life? Like your teen, like high school, like 20s? Like yesterday. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So you engage in relationships with women. Are these full sexual, you're having sex with them too? As often as I can. Uh oh. So there's not a thing of where the woman would go, oh, you know what, he hasn't touched me, nothing's happened. No, I'm in. You're there. I'm in. And do you enjoy it? Love it. So do you consider yourself bisexual? I consider myself me. And and I, I think that's the, the, the hit, right? Um, 
I'm not the label type cat, right? I don't know what I ask. You know, some of my colleagues and friends, how do you define me? And I've gotten many different uh, uh, verbs for what they think I am, and um, it's just who I am. I'm attracted to who I'm, I'm attracted to. And today could be you. I think you look really good over there, Lisa. Well, thank you, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> There's some... Tracy, thank you so much. You really know? good. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm open. And, and, you, like the, and you like the guy standing next to I'm me. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, but... All right. We don't like labels, but on the other hand, you were in a relationship, a long-term relationship with a woman living with her, right? Yes. And, and she had children. So she, she had children that wasn't by me, but I do have a son. Okay, so you're living with this woman, and she has children. So obviously, you're you're playing a role in those children's li- th- th- those children's lives, even though they're not yours biologically. You're the father yes. figure in the household. Yes. Yes. And you were with her how long? Approximately, we lived together maybe three years. So you're living with her three years, day in and day out. A day. You're putting in work in the bedroom. Okay. Doing it. Doing you, it. Okay. Doing it. And then how does she find out that you are also interested in men? I would love to hear that. Because somebody else shared my story. And um, during the end of the relationship, and and, and let me just say, we've had this conversation, me and this young lady. Don't dance around this, because you know what? I'm going to take a little break. You and I are going to have a little talk during the (laughs) the little break here. I want to hear the real deal, because I know a lot of people don't like labels, but sometimes labels help you identify exactly what you're getting and what the ingredients are. We'll be back right now. We're going to take a short break. (laughs) I'm just saying in terms of the experience. I'm open. What it is. Hot 97 Street Soldiers, it's uh, Pride 20, hashtag Pride 2015 weekend. We're talking about the transgender experience. Did Caitlyn Jenner, that transformation come, did that change the way you look at the transgender experience? What really is it? What's the proper terminology to use? And also bisexual men. Is this still a big problem in our community? Let us know what you think about that. And historic week, the Supreme Court legalizing uh, marriage equality making it the law of the land, saying that everyone has a constitutional right to get married to whoever they want, regardless of their gender. And more questions for Dr. Lisa about all of this, as you can imagine. And she's taking your questions to 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hot 97 Street Soldiers. You can get your call in right now. We'll be back. Ebro in the morning. I hope everyone is having a great weekend. Next week, Laura Styles, what tickets do we have? We have tickets to see Kevin Hart and Romeo Santos. Yes. Rosenberg, what are you going to be bitching about next week? It's actually pronounced Romeo Santos. No, 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 no. No, no it's not. Rachmia Santos. <laughs> no, it's not. Ramia Santos. <laughs> Romeo Santos? Mm. Romeo Santos. See you guys Monday. In Jersey, life-changing things happen. Like your morning alarm clock becoming the sound of money. Because when you play Cash for Life in the New Jersey Lottery, you can wake up $1,000 richer every day. People in Jersey have won over $30 million in Cash for Life's first year. Look in-store for June anniversary specials. Play Cash for Life because anything can happen in Jersey. Must be 18 or older to buy a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At least Toyota, the only thing falling... 
are the prices. I'm Cindy with Lee's Toyota and welcome to our white tag sales event going on now. Shop our three large showrooms in one location and the price on the tag is the price you pay. You'll get a lot for a little with no hassle. Just honesty and integrity. The foundation of Lee's Toyota for over 50 years. Don't wait. Get here today and see white as you save some green. The white tag sales event. See what a great deal really is at Lee's Toyota. At the corner of Hillside Avenue and Queens Boulevard. Call 718-657-LEE's. Where you going, baby? Summertime is here. Rats to the law, a great family deal. Lights that spark, get behind the wheel. Everybody's going down to Playland Park. Have some fun today at Playland Park. Come on, come on, come on. Have some fun today at the International Latino Music Festival at Playland. Sunday, June 28th. Enjoy the rides and live music starting at 12 noon. Enjoy a day of rides, fun, and musical guests featuring Chantel Collado, Hector Tricoche, Tony Toontoon, Canito Mendez, and Aguagate. From 12 noon to 6 p.m., just minutes away in Rye, New York. Go to RyePlayland.org for more info. Everybody's going down to Playland Park. Have some fun today at Playland Park. Dunkin' Donuts presents Delicious Consequences. If you tried a Dunkin' Pretzel Roll breakfast sandwich when you arrived at work, mm. you'd probably get fired. Up about the ability to get your favorite bacon, egg, and cheese on a chewy pretzel roll. Then you'd just start working. Be ready for Delicious Consequences when you try Dunkin' Donuts Pretzel Roll breakfast sandwich. America runs on Dunkin'. Press participation may vary. Limited time offer. Dunkin' Donuts presents Delicious Consequences. If you had Dunkin's new iced tea lemonade by the pool, you'd yell, Cannonball! But just keep sitting on your lounge chair. As you splash down into a rejuvenating mix of iced tea and lemonade refreshment. Be ready for delicious consequences when you try Dunkin' Donuts' new iced tea lemonade. America runs on Dunkin'. Press participation may vary. Limited time offer. Dunkin' new iced tea lemonade. A delicious combination of two summer classics in one refreshing drink. Freshly brewed and citrusy sweet. Come try one today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Attention homeowners, are you tired of fighting with your mortgage bank for a loan modification? Do you fear losing your home? Have you been taken advantage of a loan modification company? Banks are modifying loans every day, but they will not help you unless you meet their guidelines. Don't let your mortgage company keep giving you the runaround. Take action now. Let the fine law offices fight to get you the lowest possible monthly payment. The fine law offices have helped thousands of your neighbors lower their monthly mortgage and save their homes. If you're behind on your mortgage and need help now, call one 1- 800-513-1923. That's 1-800-513-1923. The fine law offices have been in business for over 40 years with an A-plus reputation, and they won't let your bank push you around. If you need help with your mortgage, the time to fight is now. Call the fine law offices at 1-800-513-1923. Banks have attorneys, so should you. Call the fine law offices at 1-800-513-1923 or visit them online at finelawoffice.com. We're so confident New Yorkers will find the best prices on Expedia, we guarantee it. We guarantee that if you find a cheaper hotel up to 48 hours before checking in, we'll refund the difference and give you $50 toward your next trip. And when you travel this summer, we guarantee you'll have to roll a dice in Atlantic City if you want to win big. And the best way to describe Cape Cod is wicked awesome. And we guarantee the food in D.C. is pretty historic as well. Get the best price on summer travel, guaranteed, with Expedia.
See site for details. Hey, great barbecue. Thanks. Huh, French's ketchup. It's new. Yeah? It's made with no high fructose corn syrup and 100% real ingredients. Okay. And it tastes great. So? So just try it already. Oh. That's the French's way. Hey, it's Laura Styles, and here's what's hot. The king of R&B, R. Kelly, is heading to town and heating things up this summer along with special guest Tree, live at the Prudential Center July 18th. Get your tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster and the Prudential box office sponsored by Ray Zach hair care products and today is the logic summer kickoff event with DJ CeeLo at the patio on 445 South Main Street in Freeport New York love laugh logic tune in every week to hear where logic e-cig and DJ CeeLo are bringing the party next yo what up people this is common and this is street soldiers with Lisa Evers real issues real politics and real people only on hot 97 people baby the people, baby. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Please check out my f- new and improved Facebook page, Verified Lisa Evers, posting almost every single day there videos, pictures from the streets, from along the uh, reporting adventures and other adventures that I go on every single day. And also Twitter, at Lisa Evers, and Instagram, at Lisa Evers. And the reason I'm asking you to really pay attention to this closely is because on Saturday, July 25th, we are going to be doing another Push for Peace show. This push for, these Push for Peace shows were started in 2011 when Cory Booker was mayor of Newark. He brought us out there to talk about alternatives to violence. It's not just saying no to something. It's what are we really saying yes to? So we are bringing the Push for Peace back to Brooklyn. We had an amazing turnout last year thanks to uh, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams. Our whole team here, we had Murder Mook on the microphone. We had DJ Martian spinning. We had... Uh, tons of giveaways. We had 500 men making a difference. We had all kinds of people out there doing their thing. And um, what we're asking you is if you want to be involved, we're especially looking for representatives of high schools to attend this particular Push for Peace. If you are a teenager, if you are currently in school, or if you've recently dropped out and you want to be on the panel and talk to us, talk with us, talk on the air about what violence has done to you, what it's like in your life, give you know, hit me up, Lisa, at LisaEvers.com. Hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone, at Tone at LisaEvers.com. Very, very easy. If you're a community organization, you want to get involved. If you are a youth worker or a teacher and you want to bring your students or class or church group, hit up Tone, Tone at LisaEvers.com, and we may be able to make special accommodations to ensure that you have seating because if you went last year you know it was rammed out we had a peaceful we had over 400 people show up in peace and come out and really had an amazing amazing day so uh that's saturday july 25th it's it's kid friendly as long as the kids are over about six or seven years old because it's really packed you don't want the little ones getting jammed up in there if you represent celebrities it's uh, sports celebrities athletes artists hit up tone tone at lisa evers.com or you hit me up cc me too lisa at lisa evers.com get with us get in on this because we're going to be this is going to be wrapping we're going to be wrapping this up real quick because we have a lot of interest in it and people have been asking us about it and we'll be posting updates on my social media platforms as we get closer to the date but we want to thank our program director p.o farrow and also uh, brooklyn borough president eric adams and my incredible team lisa here at street soldiers uh Rose D working hard on getting all the paperwork and logistics done 
and uh, you know being the staff you know in charge kind of like the uh, in charge of the whole thing so thank you to all my team but you know the, the real work is just starting and we're going to have another great one so what we're talking about this episode of street soldiers it's pride weekend hashtag pride 2015 we're talking about the transgender experience that made international headlines broke social media with Caitlyn Jenner. We're talking about the issue of same-sex marriage, marriage equality. Do you support this even though it's now the law of the land or do you find it is in violation of your personal religious beliefs? Or are you a member of the African-American community who feels that this focus on um, LGBT rights is taken away from the ongoing civil rights struggles for people of color in our country. Also, we're t- we got a lot of issues on the table here. We're also talking about bisexuality and men on the down low. What is that all about? And uh, trying to get some answers to all these things at one eight and your calls, of course, one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. That's one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. And let's go to uh, Kiana from New Jersey right now. Kiana, hi, you're on Hot ninety seven. Go right ahead hey um i would like to talk about guys being undercover like it's like a real i went to school in miami and like that was like a big big issue like down there like guys are very like undercover i went to a a historically black college the only historically black college that they have in miami um and i was dating this guy for like two and a half years Oh, my school, they have, like, a lot of, like, gay, bisexual, lesbian people there. Like, I don't, like, I, I guess because it's in Miami, and I said, like, it's a lot of that going down, going on down there. But, um, yeah, I was dating this guy for two years or whatever, and he's from New, he was from New Jersey, too. And he was, like, a gangster, all of this stuff. Like, he was gay banger, hang with all thugs, too, like, and stuff. But a rumor ended up circulating, like, towards the end of, like, my, I think it was my sophomore year, like, that he was uh, sleeping, like, with one of these gay guys at my school. But I don't know how much I believed it because, like, you know, they always, they're always starting rumors at my school. But just hearing the fact and, like, hearing that and, like, some of the stuff they were saying, like, um, it kind of makes sense. Like it just really so like, so, Kiana. Let me get let, let me get Trey because we have a lot of calls coming in, and uh, I know our guests all want to weigh in on this. So, what was the ultimate outcome of the of your relationship with him? The outcome, like I just I just couldn't do it. Like even if if it was just a rumor, like just hearing that, I couldn't stay in that relationship. I have no problem with gay men or gay women, lesbian women, but I have a problem. When you're undercover, when you're down low, when you're acting like a gangster out in the street and talking to your friends about how many relationships you had with girls, but on the down low, you laid up with with a guy like that. That's just real disrespectful to me, and I can't like I don't respect that. That's like just disgusting to me because if I'm your girl, I know what I'm doing to you. So I don't know like it's a the disrespect it's a disrespect issue tracy what about what what kiana is saying here is that she's 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 cool with whoever's whatever their sexual orientation but it's the deception that bothers her the most uh first let me just make a disclaimer i never went to school in miami so it wasn't me right <laughs> man you got a lot of history you, know, you must have a lot of history on every block in the city i traveled but i never went to school in miami I mean, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, and, 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 and 
I think. But the deception. What, let's come back to your story because yeah. you're with this woman for three years. You're living with her. You're having sex. You're having a full sexual relationship with her. She has kids. You're living together three years. That's a long time. And then at the same time, you're having relationships with men. How did she find out? Did she go through your phone? Did she go through your emails? What happened? Uh, in the beginning of the relationship, it was a monogamous relationship. I really thought that perhaps this was the one. And it was the relationship. It was the person. It wasn't because she was female. Um, and toward the end of the relationship, when I realized that this wasn't the one, I went out of the relationship. Um, I was seeing his cat, and he got in my phone, actually, and shared my story with her. He called her? Yeah, he did. Like a other woman would call the other woman? Yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah. Oh. And then this must have broken her heart. It devastated her and um it took a lot of time and uh sorrowful uh you know some remorse that that i had to to do in order for us to get to a place where we're at today and are you still in communication with her she's one of my best friends but there's no there's no intimacy involved there's there's no sexual intimacy yeah what do you think about is bisexuality? Are you true? Do you, is that something true? Because some people think that's just a cover for people that want to, you know, have it both ways, yeah, so I, to speak. I, 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 if you had to, and 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 if it's defined in you know Webster or whatever, I would be considered a, a bisexual. So it's you're truly really attracted to men and to women. And it's yes, Brendan. I know. Well, what it, what you said before before we went to break. The I know so many people that consider themselves open to anything that they just love a person and that's what i think what it comes down to i don't care who you're sexually attracted to if you're attracted to me and you're attracted to my personality and my soul that's all that matters that's what we were saying during the break that mm -hmm. i know so many people that are like if you're a male if you're a female i it doesn't matter to me i i'm attracted to everyone personally i'm only attracted to men that's just that's, that's my your sexual, preference that's my sexual preference i don't i don't find women sexually attractive but I know so many people like yourself that I think find everybody attractive, and I think that that's important. It's not. But but is it the deception that's the that's that's the harmful part, Doctor Lisa? Is it the deception that's the harmful part here? Yes, absolutely. I think in any relationship, when trust and lack of authenticity and the fact that you don't give the other person the opportunity to make the decision around whether or not they want to engage in this kind of relationship, um, is the piece that I think is is sort of the bell for all of us. Like if. You you come to me and say, this is who I am. This is what I prefer. Um, are you down with this? Then it's okay. Yes, it gives me the opportunity to make the decision. It's just like a heterosexual relationship. You don't want a man who's going out there and cheating on you. It's the same level of pain. I think part of it is that when you find out the man is sleeping with another man or a woman is sleeping with another woman, of which it seems like men are okay with, um, even in heterosexual relationships, um, there's something about the gay relationship that sort of adds an additional layer of like pain and and hurt and it's and just honesty. It's it's really about mm -hmm. honesty and if you and not just honesty toward the person, honesty toward yourself because mm -hmm. you're denying who you are when you engage in that kind. How do you live three years of just lack of transparency, lack of who you are? You're sort of in some ways you're tippy toeing around being who you are because at some point you're going to sleep with what you also desire.
which is uh, another with a which is another yeah. man. Some of that I totally agree with. I, I think um, some of the authenticity is that I, I was in it. I was in the relationship. I, I, I provided. I, I loved her. I was committed. Um, so it wasn't that I wasn't true to me or her. It, it was real. It, it was it on was every friend. level. And I, I get what others may think about um people who who live this lifestyle not being true to themselves but i was true to myself did you tell her yeah but did you tell her did you tell her you're not you didn't tell her you were you were having sex outside of the Mm -hmm. relationship she assumed you were in a monogamous relationship and how true does that make you i didn't tell her um it wasn't until the end of the relationship when the relationship not because of my sexual uh, uh, uh preference or what i was attracted yeah, but you to. got called out because your your male lover called her i so basically you would have relationship because of what happens in relationships not because no I you're, but you're blaming the relationship but, but that was the cause you... of the relationship. I'm, I'm, I can only share my experience, right? So the cause of the relationship caused me to go out. The relationship had almost ended. Wait, I'm very confused, and I, I want to bring I want to bring in Dimitri here too because he's he's a, a gay. He says he's a gay man who pretended to be straight. He's also an actor. 2014 graduate of uh, NYU's Tisch Ooh. School of the Arts was on Broadway the same day. And Dimitri, we're going to bring you in the conversation. But I'm just I'm having trouble hearing what you're saying because the fact the fact of the matter is to me it's about isn't it about honesty? Mm-hmm. This woman is you're living with her. You're providing your lives are very involved with each other, and yet you're doing this thing on the side and it's not, not like you said to her listen honey i'm by are you are you cool with this you didn't give her that choice and i'm not disagreeing with and you're, you. bl- you're blaming the breakdown of the relationship for the fact that you were out there with a man no i'm not I, actually it's the opposite i'm not disagreeing with you i mean when I, you have I, a problem with a relationship and you're in a monogamous relationship isn't the idea to kind of try to work that out with a person first and then if they don't want to work it out then you're saying like i'm out you know next would this I, be as big of a deal though if i don't know he if it's a book other sexual relations with other women rather than men absolutely i, I think, think so. it's I think the same issue yeah. absolutely so I think you could take gender out of it i just right. think it's it's no, an i think it's a diff- i think it's a different thing too because dishonesty really, is it is it the same but, thing because if a woman is in a relationship with a man and that man cheats with another woman there's a certain reaction if she cheat if that ma- her man is cheating with another man is there a different psychological reaction or it's the same pain I think it may be slightly different, but the idea of pain, hurt, disappointment, lack of trust, all of that transcends whether or not it was a male or a female. I think part of what really exacerbates this issue is that you find out, like in the McGreevy situation, Right, the governor, former New Jersey the governor, former New Jersey governor, with the wife and kids, and do, doing wife. the chief of staff at the Garden State rest stops along the New <laughs> oh Jersey Turnpike. Oh, oh man! But I hate to even go in there and buy a bottle of water. <laughs> it, 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 it exactly is that. It's it's that he d- was not honest with her, and when he felt the news was about to go public, he sits her down in a room really quickly. We're about to do a press conference, and I'm. I'm gay. So, you know, like, she was shocked, mortified. So that kind of thing is what we are, I think, challenging you on. That, you know, yes, you were involved with this man and so forth, but that wasn't necessarily what destroyed the relationship. The Not fact that you it was were dishonesty. dishonesty. All right, let's bring in, uh, D- Dimitri, help me with your last name. Is it Moyes? 
Yeah, that was great. No All right, yeah. awesome. Okay, now uh, I know you're Hi, you're Denise, an actor. Rene. We go. Hi, Brendan. Hi, we Hi. go way back. We grew up together. <laughs> All right, that's cool. So, the, so Dimitri's a graduate 2014 NYU Tisch School of the Arts. That's no small accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congratulations to you on that. Now, thank you, you. you thank you. And you told uh, you told you told my producer, one of my producers, that you are a gay man who pretended to be straight. Yeah. Um, well, this was back in high school. Uh, I I did date a girl for a year. It was between my sophomore year and junior year of high school. Um, and that kind of stemmed from my background growing up. I came from I come from a very religious background, um, very Roman Catholic, um, Caribbean, Haitian background. Um, so you know, in Haiti, being gay just isn't an option. And so for me, it was less it was less of um, being undercover and on the down low and, and more me literally trying to make myself straight. Um, so not only was I lying to my girlfriend for a year, I was lying to myself. Um, and it spiraled me down into a, a big depression. Um, I had a lot of suicidal tendencies my junior year. Um, and I, I kind of came to the realization that I had to stop hiding and stop lying to myself and that's got to be a tremendous me on that downward spiral yeah it's got to be a tremendous pressure and uh t- tremendous pressure so so where are you at now with all this well i'm actually in dc right now oh okay so you were there <laughs> celebrating the uh celebrating the supreme court victory on on yeah, friday yeah it's really amazing i mean i was i was on the supreme court steps when they made the ruling i got to see the rainbow white house in person I was a disaster all day on Friday, like a good disaster, just happy tears all day. It's uh-huh. such a groundbreaking thing, and it's such an amazing thing, and I just feel so lucky to get to be in D.C. for all of it. All right, Dimitri, well, thank you so much for being with us, and thanks for being on the air, and good luck with your career. We really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Okay, thank you so much. That's Dimitri Moyes. He's an, he's an actor and, and talking about that. All right, Tracy, people are calling up. They have uh, certain things to talk with you about here. Let's go to uh, let's go to Dana from Brooklyn right now. Dana, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, good morning. I go first ahead. want to say I have nothing against gays or lesbians, but I think the joking and like laughing about, oh, yeah, I was with someone as recently as yesterday, and, and the fact that people are more concerned about the you have to be true to yourself. What about the people that are hurt and being lied to and manipulated by these dishonest people? All right. Like, a- excellent, a- excellent point, Dana. Let me, get, let me get a response from that. Tracy, what about that? Uh, I, th- I think you're right. Um, it's it's. I was not. I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just sharing my experience. And and and, and yesterday, I did not have sex with a woman. Um, and it is. It, I think at at some point, and a gentleman that just was on the line. Some of it is 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 almost historical. Some of it, I I got some of this. You know, not. By choice, you know, I lived and came from a community where it fostered that type of behavior. Um, certainly, I'm. Some at a, people might say that sounds like you're making excuses. I'm, I'm just. With, with all due respect, yeah, I mean, and I get that. I totally. I'm, get I'm looking that. at the phone call. You know, I can see what people are saying on the phone lines. Here I, 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 I'm good with that. I'm good with that, and um, you know, I, I came from a place, man. Like you, you couldn't share who you were. And, and and still be part of uh, the group. You you weren't invited 
to to the, to the parties. You didn't some family functions. Game. They didn't you, invite you. You know all of these things. You know I I, I was ostracized and criticized, and you know, my, my my dad you know damned me to to hell and and all of these things. So what do I do? Do I do I come out and say you know this is who I am and, and be proudful and, and and embrace that, or do I conform to what? Uh, supposedly a societal norm and that's and that's certainly a valid issue and it's one that we've heard many people articulate but isn't that a different issue from deception in a personal relationship with somebody that has your full trust in you yes it is for me there's reasons there's reasons why people don't come out of the closet whether it's i went to catholic school i went to catholic school from sixth to twelfth grade and it was i mean well i People know, like, I mean, I was like flaunting in the hallways. So, I mean, it was like no surprise when I came out of the closet in 10th grade. Here's the thing, though. For me, I've never personally been in a relationship. I don't, I think once you're in a relationship with somebody and that relationship gets serious, it needs to be all cards on the table. That's what I think the issue is. You don't have to come out of the closet if you don't want to. If you want to engage in sexual behavior with whoever you want to engage with, that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But when you're involving someone else emotionally, it's got to be all honesty, all cards on the table. If I was in a relationship, that's how I would want it. I would want it to be completely open and honest. Nicole, what about that? And it's got to be even more complicated when you go through a transformation as transgender. You know, I actually, you get to see more of that because there are so many guys that are um, bisexual or who identify themselves that whatever they choose to identify themselves, they're messing around with transgender women all the time. And they think... um, if we were talking about a couple of years back, maybe the 90s or, you know, maybe even the early 2000s, I can I can probably sympathize for the situation, you know, because it was a hard time back then. It was a cruel world and you couldn't tell your homeboy or your mother or your father that you were gay. But we're here in 2015 and so many groundbreaking things has happened for the LGBTQ community and just people period so I believe that it is unfair and I think it's it, it goes on in the the LGBT community as well so the same thing that happens in the heterosexual and two heterosexual people happens to us as well so let me ask you this and, and ju- just to help us understand understand I mean this w- w- respectfully you're a woman now are you attracted to women are you attracted to men who are you attracted I'm to? I'm attracted to men but make no error. If there's someone that comes along that I personally feel attracted to or emotionally connected to, and that's what it's based upon, then that's what I would do. But that's not what I'm looking for. You know, we you never know how love will turn up. You know, we we just don't know. But I, I have dated a trans man before. What is a trans man? A trans man is a girl who transitioned into being a guy. She's born as a female. As a female. And transitions into, into a guy. guy. Mm-hmm. But it seems like there's more men that want to become women. Is that true or is that just because of that, the publicity and stuff? No, that's that's kind of true. It's coming out and it they see it seems to be easier um in the community. It's um convenient. More acceptable. Yes, All right, let's go convenient. let's go to uh let's go to Shania from uh New Jersey right now. Shania, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Uh, good morning. Well, me personally, I am I consider myself bisexual. I'm more attracted to females, but like I, right now I'm dating a man. But I don't think guys understand is that it's how you approach. Like me personally, I can speak for myself. It's how you approach me. And especially sexual-wise, I can get turned very fast. And I don't think 
Like, that's what, and that, and females personally are more compassionate, more compassionate to your feelings and more to your emotions and everything. And understanding is, it's like, I feel guys, they just, they don't understand. And, and, and I'm not confused. I know what I like. I like females more, but I honestly. Okay. But what about the, the, the man that you're dating right now? Are you, are you physically intimate with him? Yeah. And then does he know? Does he know you're also attracted to women, or are you yeah. also seeing? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, but you told him. Cool. You told yeah. him. But it's more acceptable. See, but that's a little bit different too. Yes, it is. It's more it's a, there's more acceptable. Men like to be but with, you but know, you're not seeing any. Normal. But you're not seeing any other women while you're seeing him, or are you not at no, that point? No, I'm not seeing any women. But he doesn't understand. Like it's more when it comes to my Facebook. A lot of females. I attract a lot of females. So my. They, they comment on things, and then when he sees it, it's like, oh, I'm trying to get with him. Oh, that's my babe. It's just like, no. So it the- makes it even more confusing. All right, uh, Sh- Shania, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. That's really easy one way in Yeah, really quickly. Uh, oh, my I gosh, just, we're almost out of time. I know, we're out of time, but I just don't want to, I want to validate Tracy's experience and all the bisexual experiences because it's true. They're going through ACE, which is adverse childhood experiences, and then they're going through what I call adverse adult experience and that people this is still quite stigmatized and to try to be socially acceptable in a society that has rejected you for so many years must be a very difficult thing then you compound that with perhaps substance abuse and all and you know safety issues and all sorts of things like that it, it may put you in a space where you're you develop unhealthy coping skills and you tend to on a high things or you're not sure whether or not you should reveal too much about yourself but I think what we're saying is for the sake of every Everyone involved, the children, the other person. It's important to give people choices. And that's what people of color have been fighting for, that we want equality. You want to know that someone is treating you equal, that they're giving you the respect, the love, the courtesy, the dignity to say, this is who I am. This is what I am. And this is what I want, how I want you to be, how I want to be treated. You understand? So I just don't want to move from that, whether it's Nicole's experience as a transgender woman, Tracy's experience. But I think what we want to walk away from here from, from everyone is that we are authentic. We are authentic. We are who we are. And we're not going to bring someone else into our unhealthy situations without help telling them what it is that they're going without to get. Full right. Without full disclosure and the disclosure. honesty. All right. I'm about yeah. to sing Amazing Grace right here. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, well, I wish we had more time oh. for this. And uh, and we're not. But the, the honesty is the, is the main Seek point. Seek help and, and also. I, and Seek help if you need some help. People. Okay. Talk to you guys, are, we're really yeah. out of time. Okay. And I really, and I, and I really appreciate everyone honesty and effort and and coming into the show and just really putting it out there because I think it you know judging from the phone calls and the comments that we're getting on social media it, it really made a lot of people think so I, I admire your courage and admire your generosity in coming forward and sharing your experiences with with all of us so I just want to uh, thank thank all of our guests here dr. Elisa English um, she's asked dr. Elisa on Twitter Brendan McCann um, at Nicole Bowles, 23 at Brendan at Brendashian 23 <laughs> Okay, Rendashian. Oh, we know you're a total Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, I'm like 
part of the family. Tracy Mack, thank you so much for all the work you're doing in the community as well. And uh, Nicole Bowles, the same with the, with all the work that you're doing in the community. And uh, all of our guests who are on the phone, we really appreciate it. And also, make sure you follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Same on Instagram, at Lisa Evers. And the new Lisa Evers Verified Facebook page. Because we are you know, going to be putting out a lot of details about the Push for Peace Brooklyn. I'm so happy about this because this is one of my absolute favorite events of the whole year. Saturday, July 25th, Brooklyn Borough Hall. It's free, free, free. We have music, we have food, we have prizes, and we do a live Street Soldier show in front of the audience. So we come in the audience, you can be on the show. Have a good chance of being on the show. We're looking for high school students who feel very strongly about gun violence and shootings in the community. If you are such a student and you would like to be on that panel and give you have your voice be heard, please hit us up. My executive producer, Tone Capone. Tone at LisaEvers.com. Lisa at LisaEvers.com. Very easy to remember. And uh, we'll be posting more and more information on that. And uh, you, you can also check me out on the Fox 5 News at 6 and 10 tonight. I'll be covering the Pride Parade and also uh, what the politicians are saying about all this. And, uh, you know, Fox 5 News at 5 and 10 throughout the week. So I want to say a big thank you to our Hot 97 General Manager, Deanne Levingston, our Program Director, P.O. Farrow, our Music Director, T.T. Torres, our Digital Director, Jeffrey Thacker, my Street Soldiers team, Executive Producer, Tone Capone, Associate Producer, Rose D., Production Assistants, Melissa Quinones, and the one and only Mia Bell. Uh, congratulations on the Vibe.com article on Boris and Nicole. They are co- two of the most beautiful people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Are having their talk show uh, starting are. in just a week or two on uh, Fox 5, so you're going to want to definitely check that out. And also, Board Op and Digital Support from the one and only at Michael Medium. Right? We got the Kid Yogi coming up next, so make sure you keep it locked here on your Hot 9-7. I'm Lisa Evers. Hope you have a great week. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Push for peace. You've been streaming Hot 9-7 on the app. Listen up. The original Hot 9-7 app is done. It's done. Starting Monday, you'll need the brand new app called Where Hip Hop Lives. You'll still be able to listen to Hot 97 on your phone, but with a lot more. And of course, it's still free. Download the new app Where Hip Hop Lives in the App Store or now on Google Play.